Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tanner here with the Vision Project. As you can hear, can you hear that background noise? No, that's not a shower head, and it's not a toilet either, or it's not a sink either. No, that's actually a fountain, and we're sitting at Missions Coffee in Auburn. So we're in a different setting today, which I'm pretty excited about. It's pretty nice to have a, you know, kind of scenery change around me. I feel like it makes me a little bit more comfortable being around people, I guess. Um, so. Yeah, that's a change of scenery, and I apologize if there's any distractions in the background of the highway behind me. Um, whatever it may be, I apologize if it's annoying for you. But today's episode, we're talking about a recent issue that has happened, not within the church necessarily, but within the Christian community. One of the biggest worship leaders in the world, one of the most well-known worship leaders, Chandler Moore, had posted a photo with his wife. It was kind of like a photo video sort of thing, this 360 photo that they had taken and his wife, now wife, which congratulations Chandler if you're listening to this. <laughs> I don't know think I don't think you'll ever listen to this, but you know, if you are congratulations. I'm really happy for the two of you and I'm excited to see where God takes your marriage as a ministry. But yes, we're talking about that. That's become a very big kind of talk discussion. It's been very controversial. So we're going to get into that in this episode. I'm excited and happy that we are starting to become more consistent with this podcast. Hope you have a wonderful day. Let's get it started. Intro. Welcome to The Vision Project, a place where we strive to give hope and understanding of who Jesus is. We hope today's episode guides you to a better understanding of who he is and how much he loves and cares for you. Have a wonderful day. This has been extremely controversial. And I mean people judging Chandler's marriage with his wife over this. I'm sorry to rush into this you know, controversial topic so fast. But this is what Chandler did in response. And he had posted this. Let's see, how many days ago did he post that photo? June 10th. So nine days ago, okay? And then three days ago, so the 16th, six days later, while he's on his honeymoon, while he's on his honeymoon, he responds. And this is what he said. Honeymoon is hard eyes, emoji. Grateful for the gift of marriage. I won't give too much context because it's not necessary, but for those who actually care, my wife was dancing on me. We weren't doing a quote-unquote sexual act. As I said in the caption, she was dancing. There was great music being played. We took a pic while dancing. That's all. If it offended you that I posted it, I apologize. The only saddening thing that I care enough about to address is the amount of negative, demeaning things said about our marriage because we were dancing in, some, in, some, in ways that some believed inappropriate. Some people literally said we would struggle in the future. We would have a rough marriage. Goodness gracious. This is what he says next. No part of that is Christ-like. I absolutely agree. The first principle of correction is you need proximity to someone to give healthy correction. 100% of those who posted publicly or commented literally do not know 
me. They know what they think about me. That's it, LOL. I'm, a, I'm accountable to several leaders. I get corrected on a daily basis. To speak against my marriage is ungodly. Shame me and post me all you want. Don't care, LOL. But to have people who call themselves Christians speak against my wife, our marriage, and our union is super heartbreaking. That's all I'm going to say, as my wife will continue to twerk on me. Wow. Wow. Okay, first of all, (laughs) this dude straight up is just roasting those that were being rude to his marriage and just being straight up ungodly, straight up not Christ-like. I mean, that's exactly, he he hit it on the dot. It's very un-Christ-like to demean and to give negative comments towards his marriage and their future and that they're going to struggle. Some people even prophesying that these people are, I mean, come on. Come on, people, grow up. Grow up. First of all, these people are on their honeymoon, right? They just got married. Give them a break. Second of all, I am going to get into this. I am going to discuss this, what I think about it, what I believe on it. I love Chandler. And Chandler has been very, very successful in the past couple of years. I think he really got successful even more during the midst of quarantine. And then as of late, being featured on Justin Bieber's EP, which I talked about two episodes ago. It's really awesome to see where he's headed. It's really cool to see the amount of influence he has. But like we had talked about, that could be a very dangerous thing as well. With that many eyes on you because of how much great of influence you have, people are going to judge you way more strictly. And so I think with the amount of influence that Chandler has, he himself has to be far more careful than he expects, than he thinks, because their worship songs at Maverick City, and Chandler is probably the face of Maverick City, I would personally say. You could argue maybe Dante Bo, um, and that's about it. I, I can't really say anybody else would be the face, in my opinion. Now, with that being said, with how big they're getting, with how large of an influence Maverick City Worship, the band, has, Chandler has to be far more careful. He has to look at everything and analyze it very, very carefully. And that's when I come to what I believe in. I personally believe that things like this shouldn't be shared publicly. Now, others have different opinions. And like I've said before, I don't think secondary issues should get in the way of a brotherly-like relationship. A brotherhood. I don't think that should get in the way of anybody's relationship in the Christian world or in the church. And I think that secondary issues have gotten in the way of relationships and that we've actually created a wedge and a division and, a, and, a, and just put up a wall between brothers and sisters in Christ because we have differences of opinion on secondary issues. I don't think personally that this is a salvation changing or determining issue. I do think that this is secondary And I don't think that Chandler Moore and his wife are going to hell because of this. But I do think that it does cause people to stumble. 
it does cause people to think of things that they desire to do with a wife one day, which can really hurt and damage somebody. There's a lot of people who struggle with lust, pornography, etc. I can go on. And I know that in my own past, I have struggled with being so hypersensitive that if I saw something like that, maybe I would fall into temptation. So that's just, you know, a personal perspective on it. So if you think about that, Chandler really does have to be careful. I don't think something like this is meant for public. I do think that it is meant for the bedroom between the the union of man and wife. And they can do that all they want. Like he had said, my wife is going to continue to twerk on me. I don't mind that. I really don't. Like, if that is something that you enjoy and you take pleasure out of behind the scenes... Sweet. That's one of the reasons, not the main reason, but one of the reasons why you got married. is so that you can have this covenant union with your wife. Great for you. And I really am happy for Chandler and his wife. And if you want even like more of a different perspective on this, you can look at Ruslan's recent video on this. Ruslan is an incredible, incredible YouTuber for the Christian community. And I highly recommend him. So go and check him out. On YouTube he has great insight I think he is a great uh, he's a great mediator when it comes to subjects like this and so I take a lot of inspiration from him he's a great great person to uh, watch on different issues that are going on uh, or different things that are happening but again on the subject of Chandler and what has happened I don't think projecting or reflecting something that I actually do believe is sexual um, I don't think it should be out public and that's my own opinion, and I don't mind. I love Chandler. I absolutely love Chandler. I'm actually inspired by him uh, in my own worship and, and, and the way that I enjoy worshiping. I'm inspired by him. I love Chandler, and I think that's why I was a little bit disappointed with this is because, you know, I I don't think it's necessary. And even after apologizing and stuff, the post is still up. You know, the post is still up on social media. It's still out there for people to see. Even though he apologized, he didn't take it down, so... Do I really think it's a, a true apology? Maybe not. Maybe it's more of just saying, hey, like, I don't like the way that you treated me. And if it offended you, I'm sorry, but I'm going to keep it up. You know, whatever sort of thing. Um, I don't think he was blowing people off. But to think that, you know, he knew that people were hurt by it and still kept it up. You know, maybe it wasn't a, a true heartfelt apology. I could be wrong. I don't know. And, and that's exactly what Chandler was talking about. I don't know Chandler personally. I don't know his heart. And that's the thing about these worship leaders, and that's uh, another big thing that I want to talk about is we don't know these people personally. Even though these people are associated with other people that we don't agree with, we can't judge these people. We can't at all. Like, even though Chandler was on a track with Justin Bieber, you can't point fingers at him and say, well, you're not a Christian or you're not a true you know, worship leader if you're going and associating yourself with these people. Jesus dined with tax collectors and sinners. Is Jesus in the wrong for that? Is Jesus not a true Christ chin? <laughs> no. <laughs> you silly. You silly. I'm serious. Like, Jesus is the perfect example when it comes to associating yourself with people. Don't be a Pharisee. That's what I talked about in the Justin Bieber episode as well. We can't be so hypercritical criticizing these people because of who they associate themselves with they might not agree on the theology they might not agree with the opinions that these people have or the secondary issues but again secondary issues shouldn't get in the way of me loving somebody 
I'm not going to hate Justin Bieber because maybe he agrees with something that I don't agree with. No, I'm going to love him that much more because I want him to follow the word. I want him to obey Jesus Christ and to abide by the word. And because I don't know him personally, I can't judge him. I have no idea what he does behind the scenes. He could be a, a complete fake on the outside, right? He could be complain. Uh, he can be portraying this entire whole Christian facade and totally playing it off and not giving a, a rip about Christianity. He could. I don't think that's his true intention. Why would you portray to be a Christian, put out this huge EP, right, worshiping Jesus and praying over people, and talking about your life of struggling with lust, struggling with your past, struggling with girls throwing themselves at you. I don't think these people have bad intentions at all. With Chandler, I don't think he had bad intentions whatsoever with posting about this. He's showing, I'm with my wife. I just got married. This is awesome. I have freedom now. And I guess, yes, freedom to an extent can be dangerous especially with that much influence, right? You have freedom sexually now with your wife. I don't think that gives you freedom, though, to post things that I believe to be sexual out on social media, especially as a worship leader, as somebody who is very, who is viewed very highly in the church. And so that's my thought on it. Chandler had posted it. Chandler apologized. And I really do think that Chandler has a transparent, genuine heart. I don't think he's a fake. He might have different theology than me. He might associate you know, himself with people that I wouldn't associate myself with. But that's who he is. And he has different convictions. And it doesn't mean that we can't correct brothers. But to come off in a way that's demeaning and come off in a way that's evil, quite frankly, is wrong. And you're in the wrong for that. And I'm, I'm really upset at the Christian community for shaming and just absolutely negatively going after Chandler in this situation. That is not Christ-like correction whatsoever. And as much as Jesus was harsh in his correction, in the human eye, I should say, Jesus' intentions was to love them and to bring them back on track because those people were far off from God. I don't think Chandler's far off from God whatsoever. Matter of fact, I think he's a true faithful brother in Christ who desires to create these beautiful worship songs that are elegant and beautiful to uplift people in a spiritual manner as they reflect on the lyrics and the melodies that he's singing. I don't think any of it is out of ill intention. I think Chandler does have a true heart of love and worship. And so that's what I think about it. And so although this has been a huge and large issue in the church, I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be something that we made a big deal out of. And I think we're wrong. So I, I really do pray for us as a, a Christian community and that we look at situations like this and we say, hmm, we can do better. Because I really do think that we can do better. I really do think that in the steps moving forward in the future, as we walk towards, you know, 
getting better and, and growing in this unity, we should look at situations like this and say, yeah, next time I'm not going to let that happen. Next time I'm really going to look at my own heart first and really analyze my own heart and fix my own heart before I open up out of anger. And really, I do think that that's the problem with social media and, and how we re react to things in the church is that we tend to react off of our feelings initially. And so in the moment when we are frustrated, we're hurt, we're angry, we're frustrated, it comes off very negative and wrong. And so in the coming future, when we do have more situations like this, because they're bound to happen, analyze your own heart first. And I want to encourage you with that because a lot of the time we're so quick to judge. We're so quick to speak. Scripture says that we need to be very slow to speak. <laughs> like we really need to be careful and analyze what we do. And the same goes on the other end with Chandler as well. I want to encourage Chandler to analyze stuff like this, situations like this, not desire things like this to happen again. Why? Because it causes divisions that are unseen. It causes divisions that he never would have recognized. Why? Because he has such a large amount of influence. So, again, don't agree with Chandler. Don't agree with what he posted uh, in the photo initially. I do agree with his statement of saying that it's wrong on the Christians and to correct out of anger and initial feeling and frustration Christ-like correction comes out of love Christ-like correction comes out of patience as well we need to be patient every step of the way of correction and when we're looking at 2 Timothy 3.16 right let's pull it up really quick 2 Timothy 3.16-17 is that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. As you are moving towards correction, and you are trying to push people towards righteousness, right? And you can even call this a reproof, because people are trying to correct Chandler into changing and switching up kind of his thought process on stuff like this. Right, when you are going towards the goal of correction, going towards pushing somebody in that, and trying to equip them, right? You're pushing people to be complete. You're desiring this to be profitable. And that's what scripture is meant for. But if you take scripture out of context, and you're using scripture out of your own anger and frustration, it's probably not profitable. If you're using scripture as a tool for your anger and your feelings, it's not out of the right intention. And so my brother, my sister, whoever is listening to this, I urge us to be careful. I urge us to be far more aware than we normally have been with situations that do come up like this. Now, there's such thing as a righteous anger, right? And that's going to come up in a future episode. The righteous anger of God, of Jesus. There's such thing as good anger. 
But this didn't seem right. I was angry towards the photo. Right. But to react and to use the anger to demean and to shame and to put down, absolutely wrong. And that's not a righteous anger. That is an unrighteous anger. Brother or sister, if you have reached this point, that means you have reached the end of the podcast. And I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Like I've said, we are desiring to be more consistent in this. And I like it. I mean, we have pushed out a couple of different podcasts and it's been going really great. Um, We're going to be starting up a new series. It's going to be called the Coffee Shop Talks. Um, They should be recorded every Saturday morning as we go through the Book of Romans. Uh, Like I said earlier, the first episode, the audio is kind of weird. It's kind of difficult, um, especially because we were so spread out. We had such a big group. And so I apologize for that if it's hard uh, to hear. But I do encourage you to listen as close and as best as you can. Uh, to the audio because it really does bring up great topics that Paul is talking about as he's writing his letter to the Romans. He's talking about these secondary issues that are getting in the way of relationships, authentic love um, relationships. And so I think this podcast actually kind of went along with that theme. So go ahead and check that out when it comes out. Study it. Study the word along with us. It's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to the different short films that we're hope, hopefully going to be producing this summer. Different types of short films, different types of creative ideas that we can do through uh, visual arts. And I'm really, really excited to kind of revamp the vision project surrounding the arts. And I think that's going to be more of our mission rather than just, you know, equipping people with truth. Um, also encouraging people through uh, visual arts and arts, uh, different arts of the sorts. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'm really blessed that you had listened to this full episode. And if you did listen to this full episode, leave a like, leave a comment, leave a rating, leave an honest rating. Tell us what you actually think. Give us an honest uh, rating in the five stars. If you want to give five stars, awesome. If you want to give three stars, cool. If you want to give one stars, you're heathen. I'm kidding. I'm joking. (laughs) So anyways, I hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, when we have different topics like this coming in the future, make sure that you check your heart. Love you guys. See ya.